You are listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. You're listening to a Trip Radio Artist Interview. My name is Mick, and you are about to listen to my conversation with Elijah of Daydream Review and Zach of Smooth Rogers. Back in October of 2021, Daydream Review released their debut self-titled EP. And a couple of months later, Zach of Smooth Rogers remixed one of the songs of that EP. The song is called Yesterday and Tomorrow, and Zach's remix brings out some of the space disco elements that laid dormant in the original track. Pretty fun, it's pretty funky, and I think the three of us had a pretty good conversation. So let's tune in. Former live member of Daydream oh. Review. Um, yes, and we sadly no longer play. <laughs> yeah, it'd be kind of difficult because they're out in Portland. But that being said, um, Zach and I have been good friends like for what, like three and a half years now, something like that. Yeah, probably going on four years now. Yeah, and you know, we met here in Chicago, and we really like playing music with each other. So even even when we weren't playing in Daydream specifically, like we would jam on other projects and um, I played bass for uh, kind of a former iteration of Zach's project um, when they were living here in Chicago. I actually write all of the Daydream Review songs myself and Zach writes all of their songs themselves um, and their project is called Smooth Rogers, uh, formerly known as Breather. Zach, I'm sure you have things to say about it. I don't want to step. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. It does get confusing um, because, yeah, we weren't. um, We were all playing in each other's live bands, helping out. um, Because we 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 all kind of have a lot of layers going on in our songs, and it would be pretty hard to do as one person or even a couple people. So we were we were playing in each other's live bands, but uh, none doing none of the writing. So this was actually the first um, the first time any studio work has been done together um where i remixed some of eli's stuff so that was pretty cool for a change to kind of switch it up rather than just live stuff Uh, so I guess we could talk about the EP then at this point. Most of the other things that you've released are singles, uh, sort of leading up to this release. Who's 
kind of the goal for the debut self-title. What were you hoping being people's response would be? And I guess this is a question directly to Eli. So yeah, um, um, yeah. You know, it's kind of funny because when I was putting together the EP, um, I had actually started writing some new stuff that I wasn't interested in putting out right away. I wanted to kind of sit there and think about it for a little bit. So what I ended up doing, uh, which is maybe a little lazy, but um, there were a couple of songs that I had released previously as singles. Um, there were a few unreleased songs that I thought might mesh well with those songs. And I just basically came to the conclusion that I, I needed to have something out. And this was right at the top of the pandemic. So like in February, March, like right before COVID actually hit, I was like, maybe I should gather up some of these songs that I've kind of released intermittently and put them out as like a collection of songs, uh, but do them a little bit like, you know, up the production value, make the, the songs kind of mesh a little bit better together. Think about track listing. It was kind of like an exercise in how to put together a set of songs, really. Um, and the way that I've talked about the EP with other people is like each song is almost like trying on different hats. So like you said, it's it's kind of um, putting yourself out there and seeing what people respond to. Right. I think, okay. I think from that, there have been like certain things that were responded to a little bit better um i think personally some of these songs that were a little bit more exploratory in terms of genre like i don't wear those hats so well yesterday and tomorrow in particular i think is like zach could do that song much better than i could oh stop (laughs) (laughs) i think it's it's an amazing song thank you not, I wasn't fishing, but I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, like there are other there are other songs, particularly um, the ones that lean a little bit more into psychedelia and shoegaze. I think got a little bit better traction than me trying to be like, well, how do I feel about writing psychedelic disco or psychedelic funk? That that influenced like the direction of other things that I've been working on and uh, have completed very very recently. Was, what was the impetus behind remixing Yesterday and Tomorrow? Eli, you said that that was one of the tracks that you were less confident about. So I'm curious to know why you wanted to pass it off to Zach to remix. Is it because you were hoping that they would be able to do something different with it, maybe improve on it? Um, yeah, I mean, that's almost what, exactly, what was the thing here? That was almost exactly what it was. Zach has a really great like expertise on like making things sound funky almost like without even trying i've seen them do things that were like just like goofing off in between songs and i'm like all right well like what the hell are you doing with me then because that sounds great (laughs) thank you so so with that in mind i mean it was kind of like this idea of like all right i am less confident about this song i put it out because i was curious to see you know if people thought this was not good i felt like it was good it was less like confidence and more like is this stylistically something that fits within this project and knowing that zach had that ability and that like kind of like 
ability to, to zero in on that particular sound in a much more refined and interesting way than I could have. Um, I felt like it was a, a natural choice to ask Zach to do that. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> So, Zach, how were you picking up Eli Slack by uh, <laughs> by fixing his song? Well, um, I I definitely heard, and especially because I, I had played that song live before. So um, when I would play it live, like I was kind of tuning into all the different elements of it, and I always liked it. I think that was one of my favorite ones, um, just because it's it was a lot more dancey and a lot more more funky and stuff. So. Um, I mean, when he when he reached out to me to to remix it, I was honored just because uh, that was always one of my favorites to play. So, um, yeah, I mean, how, like having played it live, it kind of helped too because I I understood the song more and kind of had a good feel for it and um, just kind of stripped away certain elements to let certain parts shine, like um, to let it be more like bass driven and just the that funky wah guitar going on. And then uh, kind of remixed the vocals to have them a little more spacey and um, did like a new drum machine track, which was, I think, the the main part that made it a little more disco sounding. And yeah, added some like little like synth effects over it too, like um, just to add to the spaciness. So yeah, that was that was yeah, pretty that, much it. But that space Tom that you added to it, that like, <laughs> oh, like. <laughs> Yeah, you can't the go wrong with those, those 80s toms. Yeah, it sounds super good on that particular track. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, um, this has been a fun conversation. Thank you so much to the both of you uh, for coming on and talking to me about uh, your music, the remix, the EP, all of it. Really appreciate it. Again, this has been Mick for Chirp Radio in conversation with Eli of Daydream Review and zach of smooth rogers thank you again both of you of course thank you thanks for having us on have a great day or evening (laughs) (laughs) one of those (laughs) have a great day dream this has been an artist interview from chirp radio You can find this and more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.